Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Chris Jordan again with my amazing wife, Emily, our good friend, Alaris, and we are continuing our conversation in regard to rest and distraction. And I, if you listened to the previous one, you heard a lot about just kind of what rest is, you know, the intimacy and the abiding of, of those, of that moment that, or those moments that we have with the Lord where we really come into his rest, what our lives can start to look like from there that it's not you know per se what we do but who he is and what he's already done that we're kind of in and I, it really led to the idea and the thought okay well that sounds good but how come we're not seeing that rest in our day-to-day -day lives and in in the world and and people are tired and they're exhausted and they're they're stressed and you know what i mean so i really wanted to kind of vet that out for this you know maybe this last uh, episode here and, and just kind of see what you guys think, uh, what, what the word says, and maybe some of your own experiences in, in dealing with these kind of things. So Alaris and, and Emily, go ahead and uh, just take it away. Well, hello, everyone. Um, just from a recent experience uh, that the Lord had walked me through, especially when um, there's a family member of mine she is going through um, some intense stuff with cancer and I got I got sucked into the family drama I got sucked into uh, her care and just all the stuff that comes with that and I really got distracted from uh, what the Lord really wanted me to do and I think a lot of times not just with a family member who is having a sickness, but we get distracted by just the little things, and that one, and it's like a snowball effect, where this it takes you on a track. It's kind of like Facebook, where you watch one video and you can't stop watching them, and <laughs> next thing you know, you five hours have gone by, and it was like that with my with my aunt, where one thing led to another and because out of my own wisdom i wanted to know who was caring for her what kind of doctors what treatment she was getting and all this stuff and it led me away from the truth of the gospel and what i know about jesus and i think a lot of times and it can be for anything a lot of times we get distracted from we get distracted because of these little foxes that decide to come into our garden and we don't take care of it right away with the Lord. And we try to do things out of our own strength and strive and we're not striving for that peace. We start striving for other things other than God. For sure, you can't truly rest until every area in your life rests in God. If we attempt to rest without including God in that time, we're going to fail. Because truly resting physically and mentally means surrendering our circumstances to God. And our hearts were made for God, and they're restless until they rest in Him. Wow. Say that again. That was really good. Our hearts were made for God, and they are restless until they rest in God. Wow. I mean, Psalms 23, 1 says, what? For the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, right? So if we don't have any want, that means that we're fully satisfied, and rest is what being 
fully satisfied, right? Mm-hmm. And that resting in the Lord gives us the strength, the courage, the the peace. Um, you know, truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. So, so why, why, like, ooh, geez, like, um, I, I think I asked right at the beginning. So why do we see so many, even Christians, right, that are exhausted or, or giving up or struggling in life, you know, that, that maybe even know what you're saying, but, but they, there's just, there's, there's some sort of misstep between the word and maybe the, you know, the manifestation of that word in their lives. I think it's like Peter, when he went out of the boat and walked on the water, like his eyes were on Jesus. He was fully confident in that moment. And look at Jesus. He was able to like rest and sleep in the boat. Why? Because he was confident in his father. So when Peter was confident in Jesus, he walked on the water Mm. and keeping away from anything that might take God's place in our hearts. In First John five, it talks about it, um, keeping our eyes on God instead of what's going on around us. It's you know, it's it's focus, it's priorities, it's you know what's really important to us. Is that, like in Hebrews twelve, I think it says that looking unto the looking unto Jesus, who's the author and finisher of our faith, right? So is it is it a loss of focus when we? when we're exhausted or tired or, or it's a, um, is it a loss of that letting go of control, you know, where we are trying to do it all in our strength, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a little bit of all of that, you know, we're just kind of stepping out of alignment with the will of God. It's all, it's all of the above because those things start to take the place of our true identity because we lost focus and especially when caring for a loved one or even even our jobs they could become an idol rather than jesus becoming you know the one that we worship and i think like a lot of times that we try to fix things and we want to think we want to see things work well but a lot of times we get sucked up into, well, I can fix it. I can do it on my own. But that's not where God has you. That's not the lane or a place where the Lord wants us to be. And I think a lot of times we get out of alignment in those areas, especially when we're not fully submitted to Christ. Yeah, Lamentations 3.22 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. I would beg to say I will rest in him mm, because he is my portion, right? So could, could I mean, this, this just came to me, and I've been saying this a lot lately. Could it be a belief issue and mm. believing that we really do have this rest available in Christ Jesus that we can actually operate right here right now on this earth from that position absolutely I mean you know God tells us so many times in the Bible that he is with us so if we're confident in that then you know what else is there 
And Exodus 33, he told them, he said, my presence will go with you. So he's with us, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. I like that. Godfidence. You've got to have some Godfidence and, mm-hmm. and trust and believe that what God says is true. Mm-hmm. Right? Any other thoughts on rest or some of the distractions that are out there and, and some of the things that you know happen to try to defeat that rest in our lives because because i think ultimately what we got to remember is like emily said in the first episode here rest is a weapon i love that she said that rest is a weapon and if you're the enemy you know your goal is to take out the strong weapon of your enemy right so if satan's going to be looking at us he's like Man, these guys, if rest is a weapon, if they understand who they are in Jesus and and that all power of God flows in and through these people that rest in him, then the enemy is going to go after that. And and so your the whole purpose is the enemy to pull you out of that that position, if you will, believing that you are at rest or even have that ability to rest making you think you have to do certain things right like what happened with abraham and sarah they they were told by god something was going to happen and then they got impatient or whatever they thought well that's not that that can't happen if we're just gonna have to do it ourselves so they were able to be they lost their rest in the promise of god and had to take control of it themselves because they thought they needed to help God along in the process, right? So when you fully rest in the Lord, you are wholeheartedly releasing control and trust to him. Wow. So in, in um, grab your uh, Passion Translation, go to Mark 8. So I, I just read this last night, actually. Um, and it's really, you know, one of those things we say a lot, and, and it's the verse that says, um, you know, it, to deny yourself, you know, pick up your cross and, and follow me. That's what Jesus says. If you want to be my disciple, then you need to deny yourself, uh, pick up your cross and follow me. But in the Passion Translation, it says something really, really awesome. And I just want to share that. Um, let me see. Find it here. Uh, towards the end of eight here. So right at uh, verse 30 here so it's it's uh, mark 8:34 in the passion translation says jesus had his disciples and the crowd gather around him and he said to them if you truly want to follow me so that's the first thing do you truly even want to follow jesus like sometimes i think we say that but do we truly want it do you truly if you truly want to follow me then you should at once completely disown your own life and you must be willing to share my cross and experience it as your own as you continually surrender to my ways. Wow. And, and I love, though, that there's the, the right to the Truly, you got to decide, do I truly want to follow Jesus? And if I do, if I truly feel I do, then you at once, it means immediately, without hesitation, disown your own life. I think it's funny you said that, and it has that truly in there, because I was just reading Psalm 62, and it says, truly, 
my soul finds rest in God, my salvation comes from him. So that's exactly what you said earlier is that, you know, our salvation is from God. Yeah. And that's where our rest is. Right? Because Deuteronomy 33, 12 says, Let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him, for he shields him all day long, and the one the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to, like, write that and put it on my wall somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's such a good reminder. Let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him. Like, just mm -hmm. the first part of that should be enough. Why? For he shields him all day long. So if we're resting in the Lord, in the state of rest in the Lord all day long, we're going to be shielded all day long. Wow. And with that intimacy with the God and that relationship and submission to him, you know, we, we, we can really feel God's love and goodness on us. And it says the one the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. Mm. That's Deuteronomy 33, 12. Good. Well, and I was reading in again the Passion Translation today again, but in Psalm. So in Psalm, um, I believe one or two. Let me double check here. Psalm ninety-one is really good when it comes to rest. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna find what I was talking about, but it's talking about what you said about like the shielding of them and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Well, Psalms 27, 5 says, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. Yeah, that's really good. I'm trying to find the where it says this, and I can't remember if it's three or it might be four, but um, it's four. Is it four? Mm -hmm. And Isaiah talks about, and only in returning to me and resting in me will you be saved. So it continually talks that theme throughout the Bible of how our salvation is in that resting place with the Lord. Yeah. Now we know like, you know, the cross and the blood, but that resting in him, there's, there's safety, there's peace in that security. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're fully trusting in him, fully relying on God. Remember the old acronym, FROG? Fully rely on God. <laughs> and rest, that, that, that part where we give up and we say, oh God, okay God, I'm here, I'm, I want to rest in you. It allows God to restore and replenish and refocus our heart, our mind, oh, our soul. So Psalm 3.3. 3. Uh, in the Passion, it says, but in the depths of my heart, I truly know that you, Yahweh, have become my shield. You take me and surround me with yourself. And in the notes, it says that um, many translations render this, you are a shield around me. The ancient Hebrew can be translated, you, O Lord, are my taker. And so basically, the implication is that God shields us 
by taking us into himself. Mm. Like that's that's pretty crazy. Mm. So imagine if God himself is taking you in, if you're abiding in him, right? Then then you're shielded, you're covered, you're protected. You know, and that would be your rest, your you know, whatever your salvation, your righteousness, your all the things that you are in Christ Jesus are protected because of the Almighty Himself. It's nothing you do. He actually draws you in. He protects you, right? It's really good, guys. So ultimately, as we close up this this next one here. Um, rest is is a lifestyle rest is a is a choice just like with anything else especially you know whether we choose to believe god or not or whether you know all those kind of things rest is part of that decision right how many of us have chosen to say yes to the lord but haven't chosen the rest right and it's just i think uh just a a marker it's not a, a, a condemnation but maybe a conviction that there's just a, a piece of us that the Lord's identifying and exposing that needs to then therefore be submitted to him. Mm. And then once we submit whatever it is he's exposed, we enter another deeper place of rest in him as we grow closer and closer. So awesome. What, do we have any last minute things here before we maybe shut this one down? I think thankfulness, thankfulness has to come into play in this, especially with the Israelites. They were not, God was with them, and yet they were not thankful, Yet, and they were not satisfied in their hearts, mm. even though the Lord provided everything for them. And yet God was not in them, living in them, but he was with them. But now we have Christ Jesus living in us, the hope of glory. And I think we need to be thankful for that, mm. where we're fully satisfied. Because he's living in us and through us. But how fully satisfied are we? Are we craving other things? Are we looking to other things? Or are we looking to Christ Jesus who's living and abiding in us? And he's actually resting in his father, waiting on us to come to him. That's a good way to, to probably end this one because, yeah, thankfulness, praise, you know, all those kind of things go kind of hand in hand. And you're free to do all that when we are at rest in him. How, how much of the distractions we've been talking about and the, the life outside of that rest really ultimately is to pull us away from that thankfulness and gratefulness and the praise and worship of God that we're supposed to be in all the time. Well, thank you guys so much. Appreciate uh, you guys coming on and doing this. Looking forward to doing a few more down the road. Um, for all those that listened, you know, welcome to our home with, you know, dogs whining and birds chirping and, and just life happening because, you know, that's just the way that, that it is sometimes. And, um, you know, we'd rather come to you raw and real than, than you know, fabricated, set up and, and rehearsed. So we pray this blessed you. We, we pray that uh, maybe it challenged you. And we definitely just pray that 
if you you find that you, you have more questions or you just want to want to connect that you can do that uh, you just email us at chris at 425maryland.com or you can uh, go ahead and uh, sign up for our newsletter on 425maryland.com to stay in the loop however you need to to reach out that's fine we are always available to to have those conversations and just connect with 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 others that just want to go deeper with jesus so um thank you alaris thank you emily and you guys have an awesome day and blessings and grace upon you all